Okay, sure. Facebook unintentionally uploaded 1.5 million users' email contacts. The social media company harvested the email co- the email contacts of the new users with, you know, sure, you didn't know about it. And sure, you never consented to anything to have to do with it. But they're sorry, and they're now deleting the data. So it's all okay, right? Right. But more importantly, today, uh, the 18th of April, 2019, the U.S. Attorney General released a redacted Mueller report to the public and the world is breaking down over 400 pages of the Mueller report two of those on the open now what is going to happen with the Mueller report here on chewing the fat oh oh no oh no going to be able to break it down today darn the luck man i wish we could find a way to get that back but we just can't just just burned up burned up it's gone all right i fell in love with an actor and a writer today both i just i want i want to know them i want to meet them i want to spend time with them i want them to be part of my life uh the actor actress actually june brown oh i can't call them an actress anymore they're just actors uh who plays uh, dot cotton of course you know she plays dot cotton in the east enders show uh over in great britain now you shake your head like you don't know east enders it's been on for like 20 years or more they're like over 2,000 episodes of this stupid show. So, June Brown is a star from the show. And she's been in a bunch of other stuff, too. And she's authored some stuff. But there's an article written by Virginia Ironside, who is another human I'm now in love with, who has written about June Brown. And she puts in her own uh, comments in this opinion piece because June Brown said, hey, Old age is the time to embrace bad habits, not kick them. Amen. That's what I said. Like in another 30 or 40 years, that's what I'm going to start smoking again. I'm all for that. Now, the author, Virginia Ironside, talks about, uh, I can just about bear visiting middle-aged people who offer me healthy food. (laughs) it's so good i can't take it now she she also talks about uh what baffles me is why on earth anyone over a certain age would persist in being careful with their diet their habits or even their addictions i recently went to see a neurologist about persistent headaches i told him there seemed to be only one medication that worked he said you mustn't take that it's very strong what that's what's wrong with our world today i mean that is amazing i know it works but it's too strong and you could become addicted um so so anyway i just want to say that june brown and virginia ironside we here at chewing the fat and by we i mean me uh am now in love with you both and i wish you the best (laughs) 
sometimes it's best just not to admit things. You don't have to admit things all the time. You don't have to. What if I have a camera and a microphone yeah, right in front of me? Most importantly, you don't have to. That, I mean, that's a good rule of thumb from this from this podcast forever. Just because there's a camera and just because there's a microphone. It doesn't mean you have to say, oh, oh, the crowd is here. Oh, sure. I have to. Uh, questions? Anyone? Anyone? I'll just answer whatever you need. Yes, yeah, over here. We have a question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, sir. Um, there's a camera have, and microphones. Go ahead. Have, the audience is here. Have you ever dropped a kid? I dropped a, I dropped I a dropped child. I dropped a kid. Have you ever dropped a kid? Or were you holding the kid? Have you dropped them on the floor and the kid has hit the head on the floor? I don't recall. We're done. And I'm not going to answer any more questions. Then you can leave. No, we're done. I know more. Yeah. So Jenny Moe, the actress, uh, married to uh, Jason Biggs, the Who? American Pie actor. Jason Biggs. You know Jason, the big time actor. I mean, he's... Uh, can I name a movie? Huge. American Pie. And American Pie, it's what's in the story. And then there's American Pie. How many of those did they produce? Like, like seven. two or three. Yeah, he's in all of those. He's in all of those. Jason, of course you know who Jason is. Duh. Uh, his wife, Jenny Mullen, uh, shared on Instagram. Now, see, there's a... You don't have to share everything on, on social media. You just don't. It's something that I wish I could explain to my wife sometimes, too. And there's a few other wives in this network that believe that as well. And I think that that should be straight. Now, anyway, so you don't have to share everything. She shares on Instagram that her five-year-old son, Sid, was in intensive care this week. Sad, right? Right. And, of course, that, you do share that kind of stuff on social media. You want people to know your kids are suffering or whatever. That's what happens. You know, I get it. So you don't have to say, hey, my son is in intensive care Please pray for him, but he's here because I accidentally <laughs> dropped him on his head. Why are you laughing? That part could be eliminated. You know, we didn't need to know that you dropped him on his head, fracturing his skull. You just didn't need to do it. You didn't need to say it. <laughs> so I'm holding my son. and <sighs> The next thing I know, he's... Hitting the floor head first. Now this kid, Frank. So she's forever grateful to the hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, he's eating a lot of chocolate. This type. So the kid's fine. All right. She cracked his skull. The kid's fine. And it's a five-year-old. So, I mean, this kid. <laughs> I mean, that's a big kid to be dropping on his skull, right? Five-year-old? Because most people drop their babies. And I say, don't look at me like you don't. Why? What are you talking about? Nobody admits it. Everybody does it. All right. There's always a time when you've, I mean, everyone does it except for me. I have never done it. Not once to all three children. Now, I once. think you admitted dropping Elvis. Not once did I ever. Not, I think you uh, have. Yeah, you can't prove that. The, uh, if, I, if, I, if I said that somewhere, I was drunk. Everyone, everyone has been holding their baby in a little rocking chair or a chair and they fell asleep and the baby's supposed to be sleeping. And the next thing you know, one arm drops and there goes the kid. Now, you don't want the skull. And when they're real little, they're, you know, the, the bones are like soft so they don't break. <laughs> Fairly, when they get five, the skull's fracture and you got to take them to the hospital. It's too sad. 
But uh, I, I, who's going to be knocking at the door? I mean, are there somebody going to come by and say, hey, uh, how come you're dropping your kid? What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. This, my heart goes out to all the parents who have, have or will ever find themselves in this kind of position. Thank you. Hold on. Thank you. My heart goes out to all parents who have or, or will ever find themselves in this kind of position. You're not alone. The My Best Friend's Girl co-star is now going on to Instagram and expressing her herself that Lazo was bitten by a dog on Thanksgiving. Who cares? Is that, that's the kid that I dropped? Yeah, he was bitten by a dog, too. I mean, we just don't care about this kid. They need to take the kids away from this family. Where's CB? I mean, they need, somebody needs to be knocking on the door with these kids. What are you doing? Oh, wait. Five-year-old son, Sid. And then the one-year-old. Oh, Laz, the one-year-old was bitten by a dog. The little one's bitten by a dog. The five-year-old's dropping on his skull. Jeez, something needs to be, there needs to be an investigation right now. And just another, this is another helpful hint, too, from Chewing the Fat. You do not need to share your entire life on social media. There are some things you can share, and you don't have to share the full story. You can only share, like, if she would have said, hey, my kid's in the hospital with a cracked skull. Pray for us. He's fine. He's eating a lot of chocolate. You would have went, oh, that's great. Oh, so sorry. So sorry. How did it happen? You don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. Lou, I wonder how it happened. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I woke up one day, there's a kid with a cracked skull. You don't have to answer. Yeah, I dropped him on his head. You don't have to answer that. You just don't. So the story about the man uh, arrested uh, approaching uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral uh, has been arrested. He walked up at uh, gas cans and lighter fluid and uh, just walked in. <laughs> we just walked into St. Patrick's Cathedral and... Um, Apparently, the uh, you know the the officers, uh, New York Police Department, and there was uh, some counterterrorism officers around. They were like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" Uh, he had spilled a little gasoline on the floor, and uh, they stopped him and said, uh, "Yo, dude, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, stop doing what you're doing. Settle down. Uh, let's take a look. That's what's going on." Now, he then claimed, "Hey, officer." Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean, look. I'm cutting through the cathedral, and in New York, maybe believable. I mean, we used to cut through the mall to stay inside. You know, from the subway, there's different ways to cut through different buildings in New York, so you can maybe see it. I don't necessarily believe that he was cutting through St. Patrick's Cathedral, but okay. And even the police were like, "Okay, well, oh, okay, were you? Yeah, uh, my car ran out of gas." And I was just cutting through the church here to, you know, give get put some gas in. Right. <laughs> Catching a little of the practice, a little of the choir, a little organ practice going on. I love cutting through and hearing that. Actually, I wish I could. I love that. So the police say, oh, oh okay, well, let's go take a look. Where's your car? Oh, it's over here. And they go to his car and... Um, he was not out of gas. Uh, There's plenty of gasoline in his automobile, so uh, that's when he was arrested. Uh, yeah, you're going into custody. <laughs> nice try, though. Nice try, though. That's definitely crime done wrong. Definitely. Be out of gas. We used to get... There was... 
if you ever worked overnights and building this stuff, uh, and you go outside in the in the back of the day when I was you know when I was smoking and you go outside and you smoke outside and you go outside, you get people coming up to you all the time in the middle of the night. Hey, uh, like the crackheads, that's how they get their money. They tell you they're out of gas, right? They get a gas can, or even just a they just a lot of them are too stoned to actually get a gas can. They just get like a milk carton, empty milk carton, and come up. And they just ride up to you. You'd be standing outside the building. You're smoking a cigarette, and they could ride up. Hey, man, uh, you know, I just uh, ran out of gas a couple blocks over. I've got my wife and my kids in the car and stuff. And I just, really? You had, your bike was just hanging out on the back of your car like that? Yeah, it was in my trunk. And uh, uh, I just, I need, to, I need like, I need like five bucks for some gas so I can, you know, get some gas and put, you know, get my family home. So you only need five bucks to fill up that gallon jug of what used to be milk that's empty in your hand yeah that's all i need man just five bucks man that's all i need just a little bit you sure you don't no i can't help you okay thanks man i gotta go i mean that's what the crackheads do to get their money i don't know if you know that or not just be aware that the panhandlers there are some panhandlers that are panhandling with an effort to purchase illegal drugs i know i know you're welcome just a helpful hand. All right, so I'm a Samsung user. I love Samsung. Big fan. And they got the Samsung Fold coming out. Uh, supposed to debut uh, like eight days from now. Uh, another week. I'm excited. And uh, their, their debut of the Samsung Galaxy Fold smartphone coming out in like eight days. And it's look, it's only $2,000. But it looks cool. And I want one. I want one. Now, there was big reports the last couple of days that they've had some uh, some issues with the Samsung Galaxy Fold. Yeah. Apparently, apparently the Fold is not working out well. And like the other half, the, the videos of them are showing that half of the Fold uh, is blinking and blacking and blacking out and not working right. And it's looking like it's falling apart. However, and I thought, well, that's kind of good. Uh, Samsung probably should have done that before they gave a release date and, you know, sent some out for trial, the ones that they sent out for people to trial. By the way, Samsung, uh, if you need somebody to try out your new phones, why am I not on that list? Uh, call me, okay? All right? I mean, call me, Ivan. Is anybody, is there a phone number that they can call? Yes, there is. All you have to do is email me, Samsung, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Or you can dial 888-900-3393. Or you can subscribe to the podcast wherever free podcasts are sold. And you could leave a message. And Chris will read it sooner or later. He reads them all. If you rate and review it and just say, hey, this is Samsung. Want to try a fold? He'll, he'll say yes, thinking that it's him. But you really mean me. It's okay. So Samsung said, and I thought, well, okay, well, you know, that's good that they're letting people use it and try it. And maybe they shouldn't have sent a release date. Uh, before they sent it out to be, you know, gave people the trial run of it. However, Samsung says, hey, hey, not so fast. Not so fast, my friends. Uh, We need to thoroughly inspect these reviews. Uh, The phones following reports of screens breaking. um, Maybe they shouldn't have removed the top protective layer that was on on the fold. And uh, it resembles a screen protector, but it really isn't. So remember that when you get your Samsung Fold. Uh, what looks like a screen protector is not. So uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the Fold to give it a shot. 
Why not? What, what's the worst can happen? It doesn't work. Who doesn't have two grand to throw away? So we all know how good a hug is and how important it is to hug and and be hugged and, and spend some time hugging each other. Right? Right. A school in Pennsylvania thinks it's about time you got healthy. I guess hugs are healthy, too. So Bethlehem's Lehigh University is promoting a Philadelphia area male-to-male cuddling group. Bros can relieve their stress. (laughs) So we're going to turn them into fags? It's just cuddling, my friend. Just cuddling. Wow. Nothing eases anxiety for the average man like an embrace. You know that, duh. How many times do we embrace? Not enough. That's what I'm saying. Not enough. Maybe, maybe at times, look, it could be helpful and healthy for men and women to hug. But why do we need a man's cuddle group? I guess it's it's good for us. It's you know we're trying to break those traditional avenues, those traditional masculinity. I hate that. I just hate it. Um, would you be my cuddle bunny? No, I, I don't know what that means. I'm just asking a question. Would you be my cuddle bunny? So that we could redefine masculinity? I know, but what I'm asking is maybe we can. Just you and me. But we'd be healthier by doing... It says... I just want a hug. Let's go to the break room. Ah, you can't buzz that. Ah, That's what I thought. Ha ha. All right. Can you hug me in the break room, though? ah, That's what I thought. Okay, I'll just get a drink. I'll just get a drink. Okay, so for those of you uh, wanting to uh, travel to Cuba, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You used to be, you were going to be able to, but uh, we're going to roll back those Obama, those Obama rules. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. I know. So if, when you, if you were thinking, man, we got to travel to Cuba, sorry. You won't be able to ride in the 1953 Chevys anymore on the island. I know. I know. Elon Musk and the SEC have come to terms. You know that they would. You know what they would. Come on. The U.S. District Judge said the negotiations to think. We came to agreement. You know, the issue about my tweets and stuff. (sighs) Screw them. I got rockets and tunnels to build. Oh, did you see the Falcon Heavy go up? It was so cool. And they came back and they landed. It was so cool. Don't even talk to me about my tweets. <sighs> okay, I know Tesla's losing a little bit of money, so get over it. Pinterest and Zoom. Yeah, baby. Going public. Can't wait. Did you put, did you put, got some money in on Pinterest? Should be ready. Uh, it's big, big deal. First of all, don't worry about it, though, because Pinterest will make all kinds of money, even though they lost, 
you know, 63 million last year. And uh, don't worry about it. And Lyft's going public. Yeah, don't worry about it. They've only lost 911 million last year. Uber only lost 1.85 billion last year. Don't worry about it though. Invest in those. All these new companies, man, they're doing great. Like Uber's making their money back in the uh, food services, right? Uber Eats. That's where they're making their money. So they're losing money. F- and it just seems like so silly that they're losing money. I go, uh, you know what? Call me. Uber, call me. Maybe I'll help you, you know, figure things out for you. No problem. Don't worry about it. So scientists have extracted, and this could not turn into a bad thing. Scientists have extracted liquid blood from 42,000-year-old fowl. Right? Now, they hope to collect these cells for the purpose of cloning this extinct species of horse. And we were already cloning horses. And they're doing that all over, especially in South America, for the the big polo, the big polo stars and ranches. Yeah, you don't know if that was the real one or the cloned forty two. We talked to they. I saw an interview with the polo guys in South America, and one of them is a big investor from Texas. And so you know that it, even though it's not supposed to be happening in America, don't look around the corner in the back of the barn because it's probably happening. I mean, these polo guys they fell in love with the house with a horse and a house too, and they fall in love with the horse and then they clone it. I'm going to ride that one uh, tonight. You know what? I'm going to ride uh, number forty three. And they're just riding clone horse. Amazing. Just fascinating. Uh, it's amazing to me that we're not doing that here in America. We have, you know, it's the big, we're all f- afraid of cloning. But if these guys are spending millions of dollars on cloning horses, nothing bad could ever come from cloning an extinct species of animal ever. That couldn't happen. I won't hear of it. I will not hear of it. I mean, is this like horse music? Or? What is. still <clears throat> okay I just want to be clear about something all right you know how long it took that entire joke to happen but there's so much better there's other music to use that would have been so much faster and better like what the beginning this is, this is the rolling credits this is really this is how we made the movie scene three episode two and most i tell you what though i have seen wait we're flying over the look down there <laughs> Oh my gosh, is that a... Oh my gosh. Those are amazing. Oh look, it's going to jump up and grab the helicopter as we get closer. I mean, I would go to Jurassic Park. I 
no question. I'm there. I am at the theme park. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. And I'm also the guy getting eaten by the by the dinosaur too. We told you to leave this area of the park. I know, but I wanted it dead. Also, uh, in other uh, animal news, uh, researchers removed the brains from 32 dead pigs and uh, hours later uh, restored some cellular activity. So uh, they brought it back to life. Uh, (laughs) Uh, In the words of Dr. Uh, What's-His-Face, I can't think of a stupid name now. Uh, Life will find a way. And so we could all be doomed. You know who I'm talking about. You mean uh, Dr. Henry Wu? No, not Wu. Wu's the guy that's you creating. Said, he's the guy that's creating. Well, now, now Wu would be the guy that, uh, you know, is bringing dead pigs back to life and taking blood from old horses to create dinosaurs and, you know, screwing up the DNA process. But that's not the guy that said. Life will find a way. That's what's his face. John Hammond? Oh, he's the creator. He's the guy. He's the guy that we spared no expense. He's the head guy. He started out with nothing. That's an American dream, John Hammond story. He started out with with flea circuses that he used to charge people to see the flea circus. He told us that in one of the episodes. Dr. Alan Grant. No, he's the guy. He's the head guy. He's the guy that searches and is in charge of everything and is the archaeologist guy. Ian Malcolm? Yes, Dr. Malcolm. Thank you. Life will find a way. What's his name again in real life? Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Duh. Man, are you dumb. And this is a story that I am either really happy about or eh, not so happy about. Uh, 60 people indicted, including 31 doctors, seven pharmacists, eight nurse practitioners, seven other licensed medical profession professionals, uh, doctors in seven states charged with prescribing painkillers for cash and sex. <laughs> Now, I look at this like if I were a doctor, of course, <laughs> of course I'm writing scripts for. I mean, you're, uh, doc, I really need this script. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, it's just joking. It's just joking. Are yeah. you? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, Are you that's, just joking? That's illegal. What are you talking about? You don't do that. So, it involves more than 350,000 illegal prescriptions. It involves more than 350,000 illegal prescriptions. Not one to me, I might add. Written in Alabama, Kentucky, Louisiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and West Virginia. So where were they now looking into? Wow. This is amazing. Now, the charges include unlawful distribution of dispensing of controlled substances. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I, it's, it's the whole opioid thing, and it's horrible. But these, the one doc had a pharmacy window out of the office. So you go in to see the doc. You drive through? Pretty close. It might as well have been. You go in, you say, oh, yeah, I, gotta, I really have a, you know, my back. Oh, my back. And he'd write you a script, you'd walk out the front door, you'd go to the left window, and he'd fill the prescription. 
Well, that's a good gig. That's good business. You know, until they bust you. That, that kind of thing. Don't worry about it. Now, um, it's it's fascinating to me that uh, they were they we went under undercover with a lot of these docs and did everything. But what's really concerning to me, and they say the Justice Department is saying they're working to help people with this, and I we'll see. Uh, because they shut these places down. Now, not only were these places doing illegal things, but they were filling legal prescriptions, too, or seeing patients legally, too, with insurance. And people were coming in with actual aches and pains and actually needing help. With, so the so, illegal stuff was just extra cash. So, right. Okay. So now they're just shut down. But what so happened to the I'm legal? if I'm a regular guy, yeah. I'm screwed. Happened to the veteran, then he's... They're, I'm, you're screwed. You just got to find but, a new... But I'm you hurt. Got, you got a new... Right. I'm hurt. Right. I, I need to see doctor... Now you got to travel out of state or you oh, have to go no. find a new doc. You've got to go through the whole process again. I mean, it's bad. So, and look, we're, we're working to try to help these other people out and, you know, slow the full process down. Are you? Are you? I hope so. I hope so. I'm curious but, with a doctor with a drive through because if, if I'm the guy going to the doctors through the drive through so I just pulled up... I just pulled up and, um, hey, doctor. Yes, uh, what can I do for you? Um, I- <laughs> <laughs> no, if I'm working at the- <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Opioid. Can I help you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, doctor. Um, uh, uh, my, my left knee hurts. Uh, I need some. Uh, how about some- a scale of one to ten? Uh, oh, ten. Ten, ten. Yeah. Uh, I'm- I'm- pull up to the first window. <laughs> Oh, hey, doctor. Oh, yes. Um, I need some painkillers. Is anything wrong? Everything is wrong. Everything hurts. Oh, um, I probably need to see you, uh, in my office. But I don't, I don't have time. I need to see some quick drugs. And I'll be out in a second. Pull over to the waiting line. I'll be out in a second. Uh, this line is closed right now. You have to wait in the drive through just a second. Uh, but, but I'm hurting. I mean, amazing. I mean, amazing, right? Amazing. Now, they talk about one doc that would just leave the prescription pad out. So oh, that's a good one. Oh, remember that? Is, oh, so I'm just going to look over here. Right. And if my prescription pad is right there, I can't do anything because I'm looking over here. Yeah, I got to go for uh, a while. I got to oh, go to the, go, go to, go yeah. the restroom. Don't touch anything. Do not touch my pad that is already signed. And all it needs is your name and the prescription that you need. Don't do it. So um, authorities say the state's highest prescriber of controlled substances, along with several pharmacists charged with operating the pill mill, uh, these healthcare professionals dispense more than 1.7 million pills. Of which I didn't get any. A Tennessee. Are those all illegal? One point something illegal well, pills? They, or are those both legal they and They say legal. the prescribers of controlled substances. Now, they it doesn't say. See, you're right. This is where they throw this in, right? Okay, so they prescribed all these. I'm, I'm not sure if every single one of them was an illegal ones. prescription. Yeah. Right. So the Tennessee, a doctor who branded himself as the rock doc. I'm sorry? He branded himself as the rock doc. 
prescribed dangerous combinations of opioids and uh, and along with sexual favors. I'm sorry? Is, is that a dangerous combination, opioids and sexual favors? That's a good cocktail right there. Uh, benzodiazepines, okay. I mean, you mix. You can, look, there are all kinds of different pill cocktails you can do just because the doctors say they're bad, so. And now, mixology cocktails. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Over the course of three years, they say he prescribed, this is for coming from the rock doc, uh, prescribed nearly 500,000 hydrocodone pills. That's it? 300,000 oxy. Okay. 1,500 fentanyl patches. All right. And more than 600,000 benzodiazepines. That's it? Yeah, right? That doesn't seem wrong. Patches. Hold on. So those things are in patches? What is, is it like a nicotine patch? You just patch it up and you get better? One doctor in Kentucky prescribed painkillers to his Facebook friends. Oh, that's a Facebook doctor. <laughs> Is his nickname Doctor Facebook? Coming to home to pick up, pick up the prescriptions. Well, so he 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 could afford you know the first doctor's drive through, <laughs> so he's like now, hey, Facebook me and tell me what you need. So just yeah, message me. Yeah, yeah DM, me. DM. It was so unbelievable. I'm Doctor DM. Uh, and and here again, and in this story, at least they do recognize that uh, could leave uh, legitimate pain patients without access to their doctors and healthcare professionals yeah you think oh we're working together to ensure continuity of care okay are you are you so we talked about uh mandatory vaccinations going on in new york and they're probably going to start doing it in other places too as the uh, vaccinations as the illnesses of measles starts to grow which we see has started to grow Uh, and it couldn't be because of people that are unvaccinated no don't you think about that don't you even dream about that so the anti-vaxxers have now what happens in today's world lawsuit that's right five unvaccinated children parents of five unvaccinated children have now filed a lawsuit against the city of new york uh, asking the judge to vacate a mandate put out last week requiring mandatory measles vaccinations right no problem i'll tell you what you don't have to get vaccinated but you can't stay here but to see the problem is is that's the that's the problem right they get sick and they move around and make everybody sick i don't know i'm torn between this i really am i'm really torn between this story because i don't you know i think you should be vaccinated i don't think we should be telling people that they have to have vaccinations i'm not i'm not so big on that but we do tell them we have to do other stuff and your lack of medical care means that other people could get sick and you could cause the death and great illness to other humans and a lot of other humans because you didn't get vaccinated. I really am torn. And one of the things, thank you. I mean, we're looking at, hey, hello, the beginning of The Walking Dead. Listen, we're bringing pig brains back to life. We're putting human brains and monkey brains in China. We're bringing back cloned horses from 42 freaking thousand years ago. And now we got mom and dad doesn't want to have their kid vaccinated because we don't want them to get vaccinated. But they're going to get sick. Walking dead. I mean, thank you. Yeah. Jurassic New York, man. That's where we're at. Between the walking dead, between dead and and New York, it's, we're doomed. Just doomed. Now... 
I know that uh, de Blasio has said that, uh, look, the parents who ignored the order would be fine. Is that like the ending music? So we got rid of the bell, but we're going to play like, hey, you've been too long at the stage. Get off. I'd like to thank everyone for this award and, uh, you know, appreciate it. God bless. Good luck. God bless. I was going to go and tell you about what's going on at Boeing, too. And they're, they've pretty much fixed a software patch, so they're trying to get their planes back on. But wait, I can't. I can't because I've got to wrap up the podcast because I've been on stage too long. And I've got bless.